Hello, and welcome back to the HFFL pod. That sweet, sultry, just coming off of a sick voice you're hearing. I'm fucking back, baby. Rich just ignited the fire. This week he said, look, I uh, I can't do it. I need somebody to fill in. Kellen's over here just currently feeling great, but also not feeling so great. So I said, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. And Kellen's here with me. Kellen, how's it going? I'm, I'm not feeling great. It feels like I'm a dead man walking. We got our work carved out for us, so. Yeah, watching Coop drop those two touchdowns. That, oh. uh, yeah, that made me that made me worry for you. I thought you were. I love that little guy you sent. Oh yeah, big jump the window. That shit's hilarious. It was very accurate. And I was like, well, maybe they'll go to Kyron next. As long as one of them scores, it evens out, and it goes to the yeah. one guy that does nothing. Well, for Kyron him. got one. Oh, you yeah. talking about the one later on? Yeah, yeah I fell asleep by then. It was I was lucky to get that one? Because so, it could have been a lot worse. My kids are being dicks. A lot of gas. I had nothing left. Your to give. kids, no way. Yeah, I was checking, is it? We also have fucking Julian. Julian, how's it going? What up? What up? How how was last night for you? Ah, it sucked. Put <laughs> <laughs> off at halftime. Yeah. Oh, you did? Uh probably third quarter. I turned it off. Yeah, I was. I was. My goal was to stay up and watch all of it, and then midway through the third quarter, I woke myself up snoring three different times, and I was like, "All right, I gotta fucking, I gotta go." At halftime, I, I switched seats. I went to a different chair. Oh, trying to mix it I, up. And I poured up a different bourbon. So uh-huh. it, it kind of worked. But yeah. I don't know. It, Maybe you should have done that early. Maybe I thought Cooper was going to leave the game at one point. The way he was holding that shoulder and acting yep. funny. Yeah. He's um he's not right. No. I agree. He definitely didn't look right. happens when you're 52 years old and still playing in the NFL. So 52. It's unfortunate. On this day in Cooper Cup history, he dropped two touchdowns. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go over. Um, we're going to be a little more brief this week. Uh, they've got the three of us here. Brennan's pooping. He might He's pop been in there for like 25 minutes. Big fan of taking a 25 minutes. cranking one out while he's in there. That's what he does. I can't crank any out anymore. I did. So, um, yeah, we got the week 15 recap here. We'll talk about the, some key league announcements, and then we'll talk about these uh, semifinals. These playoff round twos here. Julian, do you have a hot take? Um, My only hot take is... Corey sucking balls and talking <laughs> shit. Corey Stevens, I assume. Yep. Like Corey bitch. And well, let me get to my notes. What a hot take. And Jeff being racist. Jeff being racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was something. Yeah. Cringe worthy. I like how you try to turn it on me. <laughs> Laying in my hotel bed and got that. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's uh, that group. He, he got a, he got away with it in the end. But uh, yeah, that was that was a little cringeworthy. It was funny though. Love those love those hot takes. Then somehow my my phone takes a hold of it, and all my Facebook and TikToks is about racist shit. <laughs> I don't know why. You probably had a crazy night then. That's amazing. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> those algorithms are fucking crazy Dude, yeah i have a buddy that he liked one meme it's like a funny meme made him laugh it involved a duck and then his instagram was just filled with duck videos for like a month and he kept sending them to me so my algorithm got jacked up so then we just had duck stuff yeah all over our pages it was weird it's like he liked one thing so we have a little group chat and every time walt sends something if you click on it it's probably somebody getting hurt or it's like <laughs> you know it's so i just don't click his videos because it fucks my algorithm up so bad that all i see is like car accidents or horrific injuries God. and i hate that shit so i just don't 
So even if Walt sends something good, I don't open it because I'm fucking nervous that some dude's going to get his nuts chopped off or yeah. something. Old execution. Right, I exactly. Know. I got a buddy that sends me shit like that. Sometimes like, stop. I don't want to see <laughs> It's that. not like poking around. It's like serious shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This exactly. supposed to be my escape, and I just saw somebody get murdered. Right, exactly. I just saw a knee go the wrong way and bone hanging out. I don't want to see that shit. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about these uh, week 15 matchups here. So the first one we had was Corey Hagerman versus Kellen. Um, Julian, what did you think about this matchup? To be honest, I didn't really pay too much um, attention to it other than what was being said in the group chat. Yeah. So I mean, I mean after it your team, I get it. Like, after looking at the score, it was like, oh, it's like Kellen had a better lead than what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, like, the score is not indicative of what it was early. Um, we were actually, Kellen and I were just kind of talking about it. Yeah. I was like, we got to shut the fuck up about this. Like, when middle of, what was that, the Saturday games, Michael Pittman is in the first half just fucking going off. Fucking. And all of a sudden, he gets just demolished. It's bent in half. And that was kind of like Corey's team dead at that point. Like, I was like, oh, shit, Corey's, Corey's going to give him a run here. I'm not proud of the emotions I had when Michael Pittman got cheap shot like that. Was, yeah. <laughs> he was definitely on his way to, to 150 and two. It just, he oh, yeah. he was dominating. But, yeah, that was, that was like, demoralizing that killed Corey. go ahead Kevin. what did you what did you how did how was take us through the range of emotions this week. yeah it, it started off dark because michael pittman was cooking like we said then jamar exited his yeah, game yeah. Yeah. oh that's right yeah that he was, made it yeah. to the fourth quarter he already wasn't but he was yeah, there in yeah. second but then he left and now i'm without him this week that's fun um hawk had a really pedestrian saturday tj watt bailed me out a little bit saturday during the day and then Goff had his big night so that was um a, a big sigh of relief there. I was like, all right, I'm still in this. I still should win. But it yeah, the, the final score does not indicate like the the matchup at all. I pulled away at the end. I was I was nervous and Monday he still had a chance. So yeah. Um Julian Love and Bobby Wagner Monday night, I think they combined for 30, 30 yeah, that's a lot. It was. Yep. So um thankfully my guys kind of battled. But yeah, even on Sunday, on the early window. I mean, Corey had Chris Godwin, who's on our TV right now. Yeah, Chris Godwin uh, off last week. First time yeah. all year he's done anything. It was his best week of the year. And then Singletary and Rashad White each had top three weeks on their seasons, all in that 1 o'clock Sunday window. So I kind of felt yeah. like the sky was falling a little bit. Kyron fumbled twice. Yep. I thought he was going to get benched after the first one. And I was like, he's definitely getting benched this after the second one. They kept putting him out there. Um, so my guys pulled through late. I it did not feel like it was that big of a blowout, but um, again, pulled away late. But it was a good season for Corey. I sent him a message after he didn't respond. He probably thought I was being a dick, but I'm like, <laughs> hey, man, I didn't give your team any respect in the preseason or midseason pods. And um, it came down to the matchup, and I was nervous. It, it was a formidable opponent. So he's got a, a real one in CJ Stroud for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's got some picks too, so his future's really bright. And he did all this without Nick Chubb this year, so right. Uh, he probably thought I was being a douchebag when I messaged him. Uh, it's uh, I was sincere. Well, this is one of those things too. Like, you know, we have everybody. If you if you are on the pod a lot, or if you're hosting the pod, and you catch a lot of shit. Um, Ryan will call you a talking head. Um, Scott will call you the smartest man in the room. And it's just it just kind of is what it is. It's kind of the the burden of of being the one hosting. And Rich has, has definitely taken some flack this year for that. I mean, I have historically too. And one of the one of the things about hosting is you kind of got to be humble and eat some shit. Like obviously, I had Ryan ranked 14th. He didn't end up 14th clearly, but I I I fucking believed it. Like I targeted his pick. Like I was all in on Ryan being a piece of shit. 
And in person, yeah, 100%, he's a piece of shit. But his fantasy team <laughs> did well this year. I got to give him credit yeah. for that. You know, so I got to eat some crow there. You know, and, and like you said with Corey, Corey's another one of those teams now. He's not like Scott, who ate shit like I thought he would, and Jeff, who ate shit like I thought he would. Um, but Corey came through. So I, I definitely agree with you. It'll be interesting to see going forward what happens. You know, he's definitely getting older with Keenan Allen. Um, Nick Chubb is going to be, what, 28 next year, coming off a massive knee injury. Yeah. Who knows really what happens there. Godwin's getting older now. Um, DeAndre Swift will be in what year five. So that the end of the year there. Um, but he's got definitely got nice young pieces too. I still like Kyler long term. I think CJ Stroud is great, just like you guys were talking about. I would actually probably myself um explore the CJ Stroud market, a la what I did with Herbert, and see if you can kind of, you know, turn that parlay that into a couple firsts or a first and a high second or something. Um because yeah, I mean that but that's that's kind of the play. Like you yeah. If you can, I mean, look, that's what Brennan has done. That's the only reason Brennan's been really relevant. Like he keeps drafting dudes and they keep dying, but he keeps drafting quarterbacks and they keep hitting. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely see a, a path for Corey to be back here next year, maybe a little bit younger um, at a couple spots, maybe with a couple more picks, but he's certainly not a bad team. I mean, he, he was, you know, deserving of the sixth spot and good for him. I, I wish he could have gave Kellen a little more run and made Kellen sweat it a little bit better, but. Pittman would have. He was and, on his way. And to if Keenan were in, yeah, Pittman and Keenan yeah. and Chubb. It's a bad luck. Yeah, with the timing yeah. of injuries and all yeah. that. So I mean, this this team this team is definitely worthy of being in the playoff contention next year. So, all right, <clears throat> on to the next matchup was number five Corey versus number four Julian. Kellen, what did you see here? Uh, rolling with Hertz on Monday Night Football kind of took some balls. I don't, Julian, you didn't even you have, didn't have anybody on the roster, have, right? Well, it came out. It came out Sunday after waivers ran that he oh, was okay. even sick. I mean, well, I didn't see it because we were going uh, to that party. Yeah. I I guess I don't know what time the 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 first announcement that he was sick and yeah. it was questionable came out. But this was uh, <laughs> was, that would have definitely sucked for you, Julian. The flu gate. Yeah, flu gate for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, King Henry, Diggs, Taysom Hill, they all kind of tried to take you down from the inside. But um, the big games from Antoine Winfield, Anzalone, and Wanham kind of won this for you. Um, and defensively, it was all defense, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's got to be – I mean, we already know this. There's a 100% chance Corey is beating himself up for some of his start-sit decisions. But I'm sure he's sick about Baker and Palmer, but he would have needed to start both of them just to catch Julian. So Well, he talked about it. He, bad, bad he talked about it, and I know he was real hyped about – you know, Minshew and hilariously so in chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what tell us tell us about this from where you sit, Julian. How did this go from your perspective? Well, my defense has sucked all year. And <laughs> game. My offense has been on a drought for the last like four weeks. And with Hertz almost not playing, I was like, I might still have a chance beating them with my kicker and what else did I have? Blake and ship that was there. I don't yep. think he did that. Like he was average. But, um, yeah, definitely rolled with my defense. Um, Evans had a good game. Oh, Hertz had below average, I guess. As I said, average was 23. Yeah. So he had 20 points or something like that. Right. Yeah, that you, kind of, looking yeah, at it, you would have lost if Hertz didn't play. Because it was like you were trailing 16. He got eight out of A.J. Brown. So you're trailing 24. And then mm -hmm. you got um, 21 from Blankenship and your kicker. So, yeah, I mean, had he not played, you would have lost, and that would have been oh. a real kick in the dick, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 
Jesus. So, so did you pick up a quarterback this week, or, or are you still riding dirty with just one? Riding dirty with just one. He's here. He's here to win. He said, I don't give a fuck. No matter to me. <laughs> I Bold. give you credit. I'm over here rolling with three. Can we, can I, I have Sam three Hall. right now, too. Yeah, Sam Howell's dead. Yeah, he's gone. Saw that coming. That was fun while it lasted. Yeah, not really. Just when Logan learned. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but, no, like this this matchup as a whole, it, it's quick. you guys scored less than I thought you would, but it did kind of go like I thought it would. I, I expected Julian to win. Um, I expected the matchup to be under that 400 that Corey had tagged onto it. Um, I expected, obviously, more out of Derrick Henry. Just historically, Houston's been so good. Um, at some point, you expect Stephon Diggs to bounce back, so I guess I just rolled that over this week and expect Stephon Diggs to block back. But he cost me my fucking head last week, so he's dead to me. He's fucking asshole. Um, you know, and then you didn't get much out of Taysom. You didn't get much out of a couple different guys offensively. But like you said, I mean, your defense fucking went off. Wanham with 20, Anzalone 17, Lulu with 12 and a half, Blankenship with 12, Winfield with 21. Like, that's beautiful. And then Corey's team kind of did the same. Like, you guys, your quarterbacks canceled each other out. His offense sucked dick. Other than other than CD, you know, that late garbage time touchdown. Mm-hmm. And defensively, you know, his his guys did great as well. Defensively, other than Parsons. Parsons only had four. Everybody, oh, and down there, Richie Grant. Richie Grant died on him a little bit. But, yeah, just an inefficient lineup setting week from Corey um you had potential points 202 his was 218 he was only a 72 percent lineup efficiency you were at 87 so at the end of the day you know you you got it done you set the right lineup for the most part and got the win moved on that's all it's about at the end of the day it was awesome awesome. Buffalo game watching them run away from Parsons the entire time (laughs) and it was bad shit so that was awesome watching (laughs) and then for, for Corey you know, going forward, you know, I know he's he, he had the little bender. He had to drop out of chat there for a minute. Um, you know, probably ripped off a dirty 30 of, of bush lattes and you know, but he's back. He he set lines this week. I actually didn't think he would. I thought he would take the week off. I thought he would just kind of recoup. You know, I, I don't know if I'm in his shoes, just like last year. I I was kind of in the situation Kellen's in this year. You know, I still had to run the pod, I still had to commission the league, you know, but I fucking was just done. I had nothing left to give after Tygate. And then we get all this bullshit with uh, DeMar Hamlin. And it's just like, I was so done. I don't think I even ones. looked at the HFFL until like May. I was so fucking over it. But <laughs> I'm sure that's how Corey feels. Um, well, he put forward, his MLS, suck balls. So what'd you say? Just, with him putting his name at MLS. Oh, yeah. He, he went low blow. The fantasy gods uh, they recruited the wrong, wrong kids. Yeah, they, they took care of that. You, you don't you don't see people usually go like personal attacks. Usually it's uh, you know oh, funny, yeah. funny you know uh, fantasy football related stuff. But he he got a little cringy if I'm being completely honest. Uh, some of the, the shit. light saying. took over. Yeah, he he got a little darkness. He definitely he, he he rode the beast and and fell. He did not make it eight seconds. So it was pretty pretty brutal. Um, way to go down, you know, when you're when you're the guy absolutely flaming the chat and then you're the one eating shit, eating shit at the end of the day with the lowest score of the four teams in play there. I mean, he would have even lost to Hagerman. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a brutal way to go down for sure. Um, going forward, though, he's got some some question marks. Like, you know, what is he doing? He's got Herbert, so he's okay at quarterback. What do they do as a coach? Um, Pollard's going into year six. Javante Williams does not look like pre-injury Javante Williams to me. Ayuka sweet though, AJ Brown sweet, CD sweet. What the fuck are what's going on with Kelsey? Like, I don't know. Is he still with Taylor Swift next year? 
at the end, he's probably fucking done. That's like, the question on everybody's mind. I mean, he ruined his fantasy football season. Like, let's be real. As long as she's there, he plays better. But if she's is that not, what it is? he's heartbroken. Yeah, I think that's the okay. correlation. Okay. But I mean, could be wrong. When did he start dating her? Looks, uh, looking at the stats, I'm going to say between week seven and week eight. So he was a fucking monster until then. Then he started dating her, and all of a sudden, now he's living that rich, lavish, billion dollar lifestyle versus his million dollar lifestyle. Never fucking yeah, it's not good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not much cheek there to clap. It's more like just an in and out type of thing there. But <laughs> you know, I just yeah, just but for Corey, you know, he's got he's got pieces. We all know he's going to be fucking all in. He's going to drive this thing all the way into the ground, and then he'll have to burn and, and rebuild. But he's uh he'll be back. I, I expect him to make playoffs next year. I expect him to trade everything he can to make that happen. But as the guy who owns his first next year, I kind of hope this fucking the wheels fall off this thing. No offense, Corey. Mm-hmm. Just uh, it's all, you're it's not hanging on to that pick. There's no way. Held on to Ryan's this year. Where you been? Well, you said all your. That's you, so you can talk to your percentage. That's true. Yeah, I'm much more interested in talking shit to Ryan than yeah. I am. But it's that's that's a okay. reason. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> all right, key league announcements. Uh, we had that game last night. It went beautifully for me. Horribly for these two fellows, but you know that's okay. Sorry to be selfish sometimes. I won't change my name to MLS Cardinals or Ithaca or any kind of bullshit like that. I'll just try to beat Julian outright and talk a little shit. That's uh, more football generic. See, if uh, anything, it would have been the better better name to pick. Ithaca. But, yeah, yeah. I think he was just trying to cut as deep as he could cut, as <laughs> as the chat kind of looked. He just was really coming for you. I'm surprised he didn't tell you to shave your beard or something. Because I'm like, I'm two and two against MLS, so. <laughs> yeah, he, it was also interesting that he didn't know that you weren't weren't coaching at St. Louis either. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, the Burns were in some ways deeper, in some ways not quite as deep. You know, I guess it depends on your perspective. But, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was interesting. That's for sure. He didn't know it. And I was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> it was a very interesting Play. I, I don't. I don't anticipate Corey going that route again. But I think we all got a little taste of what will happen if Corey does win this league. I think he's going to go on a fucking alcohol raged bender for months, and just talk mad shit. So imagine hard to, to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might be fun for a little bit. Yeah, I can see we're getting old, but Until I get into his crosshair. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, we had that Thursday game. There's two on Saturday. There's a four thirty. There's an eight o'clock. Uh, Cincinnati Pitt, Buffalo, and the Chargers on Saturday. Full slate on Sunday. And then there's three games on Monday. They are trying to dramatically increase the divorce rate across America here. Uh, Christmas fucking day. You know I'm going to be watching that shit. And you know my wife's going to be upset about it because that is Christmas (laughs) day. Um, But three heavy here. So Vegas Chiefs, you know I'm watching that shit. Go Patty. Giants, Eagles, you know I'm watching that. Baltimore, San Fran to end it. Shit. Let's go. You know we're watching that shit. So they're uh, trying to increase the divorce rate. We got that the Chargers Buff- game. That's um, Peacock, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that whole Peacock uh, thing. We got Peacock, right? Uh, I think it's the one. It's one of the Saturdays. I think is it Cincinnati Pitt? I thought we have it. What did you I say? Oh, what did you say? I want to say it's Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, so the night game. So whoever has on Peacock, send me your <laughs> Brennan, uh, So I do have to buy it. <laughs> well, I'll be with Brennan, so I'll be watching it because Brennan's buying it. <laughs> um, draft order. We already kind of had everything set. We've got Rich. Brennan's pick owned by Rich. He said fucking Rich. I was hoping for more, but that's all he's got. Uh, Mike's pick owned by Scott. Jeff at 104. Scott at 105. Uh, Ryan's pick owned by me at 106. Dave's pick owned by Ryan at 107. Rico has his own at 108. 
Hagerman, the first playoff team out here. He has his own at 109. And then Corey Stevens pick, which is owned by Rico at 110. Uh, that spot hurts. That's where I was last year. So I feel that. All right. So we're going to talk about these two playoff matchups. Um, and then before we do, I've got some interesting nuggets that I found just when I was kind of looking through everything this week. Um, it was kind of nice to be back in the driver's seat and actually looking in depth. Who's having a stroke? The lights. Oh, we thought you were dead because you took a shit for 35 minutes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he took a shit. He rubbed one out. He took a shower. Ate a sandwich. I'm all in the bathroom. Raided my pantry yet? All in the bathroom. It was actually impressive. Every time Brennan comes over, he goes right to the pantry, and he pulls something out, and like it's always like chips or crackers or something, and drops half of it on the floor. <laughs> and I say, "Hey, you dropped some." He goes, "Hmm, matches the rest of the house." Well, this is after when he opens the pantry, he says, what kind of snacks we got? <laughs> Absolute gold. Got to fucking love it. He's the worst. All right, so of the four teams that are remaining, so we've got um, in order here, we've got myself, Walt, Kellen, Julian. The top four points four teams are left. The top four in all player left. We've got three out of the four in the top of the power rankings. The alternate top or power rankings, it's all four of us. Um, the top two potential points team, all of those teams, all four of them are in the top six. Um, I just think it's kind of interesting that it, it never seems to happen this way. There always seems to be somebody squeak in who was like eighth in points four or, you know, a low all play or whatever. But this is legitimately, I think, the top four teams in this league. And it's, it's exciting for me because whoever wins this, whether it's, you know, Kellen for the second time, myself for the second time, or uh, Julian or Walt for the first time, it's going to be the best team that year. Like it's inarguable at this point, just the top four left. So I like that. And then just kind of how our matchups went this year. Um, so for myself, um, I beat Walt and Julian, but I lost to Kellen uh, for Walt. He beat Kellen, but he lost to me and he lost to Julian uh, for Kellen. He beat me, but he lost to Julian and he lost to Walt. Obviously these are all regular season. And then for Julian, he beat Walt and Kellen and he lost to me. So we've got this weird tangled web of who played who or who lost and who won. Um, nobody put it. Any able to add next to ours since I didn't have a quarterback. Just oh, okay. So we'll, I'll go ahead and add that right now. A little asterisk <laughs> next to Julian's, but we'll see what excuse he comes up with this week after I wax that ass in the playoffs. So yeah, we'll put a little asterisk next to that. I get it's in the notes. We're covered. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the document get updated too. So you got your asterisk. Love it. Who did I start that freaking week? Probably nobody, because you're riding fucking dirty here with your quarterback situation. <clears throat> I have what no idea. It? Minshew? No, I didn't have Minshew. What week did we play him? I don't know. Right. I'll look it up while you're talking. All right, so let's talk about the first matchup. We've got number three, Kellen. He's a five-and-a-half-point favorite versus number two, Walt. Um, the over-under for this one's 381. Julian, what you got here? Sorry, I was looking. I have Taylor Heineke then. Sorry, what was the question? That's tough. That first, that first playoff matchup, what do you got here? If we're, we're talking about uh, Kellen and Walt. What do you got? Um, I have I have Kellen winning this. Okay. Still? <laughs> Still? I think those notes need <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> even with your so-so points, Zeke and – Lamar has to go against San Francisco, and I, I just don't see that. I, I think it's going to look very similar like you did last night against with the Rams, but with Walt's t entire team minus his defense. <laughs> Damn. Walt's got no chance. Wow. 
Yeah, that's, I'm not saying that. Shot fired at Walt there. I like it. Well, COVID bit. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, oh, no, fucking, Walt's supposed to be on here with us, and he all of a sudden pretended he got COVID at fucking the 11th hour here. I like how he set an alarm to you to wake up exactly at 4.32 a.m. to text us. Like, oh, I'm all close today. It's 4.32 a.m. I can't possibly do the pod today. You have to plant the seed early. Yeah, it was a bitch move. Was a bitch I bet move. as you're not doing this pod, we are going shopping. <laughs> make a- <laughs> Carry laying down the hammer. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so just some, st- some stuff I found when I was looking. Uh, Walt was the most efficient lineup setter in the league this year, 88.9. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> seven times this year, he would have lost. So if you know how you can sort by could have won or would have lost based on your lineup setting. Um, seven times this year, he would have lost had he not set that most efficient lineup, um, which, and I also found a nugget that Mike led the league and would have won at 10. So really? maybe this offseason, Mike, you should work on setting up some fucking lineups, a little practice, you know, maybe a little research. Um, Jesus, Arico also second at seven. Really? So, Get your head out of your ass, Rico. Mike, if you find a good course to take to learn how to set a fucking line, let me know because I struggle with it. Yeah, that. bottom four for you, Kellen, 81%. That's that's fucking brutal. Yeah. Kellen has the most bench points in the league by almost 350 points. So he basically doesn't like scoring a lot of points. He likes to give other teams a chance. So it, there is a shot here for Walt just based on that, that Kellen is so giving. And he's so stupid. <laughs> um, if these two teams had played the last five weeks, Kellen would be three and two. Um, and then that over would have hit in four out of time, four to five times there. But I just think that's always fun to look at. Yeah. And then the player averages. So if if you started the exact starting lineup that you have, those guys, what they have averaged over the last four, um, Walt is averaging 200.4. Kellen is averaging 213.8 with his current starting lineup. So um, Kellen's just flat out been better than Walt as far as those players are concerned. Um, and then matchup wise, Kellen doesn't have any elite matchups, but he's got some very good ones with Kyron and James Cook, and we saw Kyron do pretty well last night. Um, average matchups there for Dak and Rashi, TJ Hawkinson. Um, AD had an average matchup, did not produce in that last night. Brisker and Branch have average matchups. Um, Cooper Cup. So and then with these matchups, what I did was I went to the Fantasy Footballer site, and you can schedule adjust over the last five weeks. So this isn't like – it's not going to account for, you know, the the 70 that the Dolphins hung on the Broncos. Like that was – three months ago at this point, like it's not really relevant. Um, <clears throat> those tough matchups were Cup, Trey McBride, Bobby Swag. You know, those guys all have a little matchup, and then Julian Love has has the worst matchup there. And for Walt, he's got elite matchups for George Pickens and Evan Ingram, though I'm not sure it's really going to matter for George Pickens because he clearly doesn't care um, after his little blocking debacle last week. Very good matchups for Jalen Petrie, for Zeke, for Gus, Alex Singleton, Danico Autry, um, an average matchup for Cam Bynum. Uh, below matchup, below average matchup for Lamar, Romeo Dobbs, Foyce Aluakon, Logan Wilson, and then CMC and Max, his two of his three best players have awful matchups. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to suck, but you should sit them. That's, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But that's kind of where it is. And for me, um, I think this is Kellen. I think the over-under, like we said, was five and a half. I think Kellen covers that pretty easily. Um, and then I did vote for the over for that 381. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. What do you think? All right, sorry, quarterback. So um, I was surprised everyone was surprised that I started golf last week. I didn't think it was that bold. Um, I got a tweet here from Will Birchfield. You guys know him. Um, with uh, just kind of talk about golf and how good he is with a or with the healthy O line uh, of Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Glasgow, and Sewell. The Lions are five and zero, average an NFL leading thirty eight point four points per game, four hundred twenty one point two yards per game. 179 rushing yards per game, 5.5 carry. 
Jared Goff in those games has a passer rating of 121.73. So if that aligns healthy, I, I, Goff gets a very serious look for me. Um, but that was before I thought, you know, after this, how this Thursday night game went, I feel like I'm kind of chasing points now. So I may switch to Dak. So just the fact that Walt knows who his quarterback is. I give him the edge at QB for sure. I give him the edge at running back too. I just see Christian McCaffrey, and you're not going to pick against that guy. Kyron did fine. It was a struggle. I was thankful to get 19 points from him. James Cook's red hot, but I just can't pick against CMC. Even with Cooper Cup 7.9 at wide receiver, uh, Rashi has been hot. I hope he keeps that going because I need to. This wide receiver matchup, that's kind of where I need to make up some points. Uh, I'm not intimidated at all by Waltz guys, those are kind of famous last words, maybe. <laughs> now they'll pop up and come to number 50. But right. on paper, this is where I need to regain some ground. Um, I might, I think I'm going to start double tight end, Hawkinson and McBride. Um, that's risky. I always advise against it. But with Jamar out, these are kind of desperate times offensively. McBride's been better than Hawkinson, actually, the last handful of weeks. Done. So um, I, I'm oddly comfortable doing it. Evan Ingram, though, for Walt, he's been a rock star all season, mm-hmm. too. So, um, it I don't know. It, it should be close offensively. Um, I'll kind of circle back to that at the end. But at D-line, do you have something, uh, Julian? Hey, Kellen, I think your double tights, this is my take, is going to be better than Walt's receiving core this week. It, it should be. They've been like, better two all year. Like, those two, hands down, is going to be better. Shit, throwing Zeke with it. Ooh, that's got the wow. the offense. Isn't Ramondre still out, or is he back? I think he's still out. If he's still out, I, I don't mind Zeke. Yeah, I mean he's definitely gonna eat. He's gonna get touches, but yeah, yeah. He's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love. <laughs> well, I appreciate the vote of confidence. Oh, we got a scouting report here on Ramondre. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up to see if he's playing or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why the that New England that New England group is just. It just blows right now. Yeah, the the whole team is is falling apart. They're not making this fucking easy. No, they don't. That's stupid. But yeah, I mean, interesting about headcount. Oh, I was just gonna move on to D line. You got oh, some else oh, for no, the offense. Go ahead for D line. So for D line, we get it. D line. Um, I don't know if it was the preseason pod or what, but I basically when I was scouting out Walt's team, I said he's got Max Crosby and no one else, and I feel like the tables have turned. Um, Domenico Autry has actually been pretty damn useful. He's got a great matchup too. And he's got a great matchup. Um. And then I look at my side, Aaron Donald shit the bet. I almost sat him because he has eclipsed 10 points once since week 10. Yeah. Um, so I almost sat him for Josh Allen anyway. I hated the Thursday night game for him and Cup. And I didn't love it for Kyron on that quick turnaround. The Thursday night unders hit way too frequently. I hated that the Rams played Thursday. So I, I almost pulled uh, Aaron Donald for multiple reasons. But now I got to live with that decision. Um Linebacker, I'm going Ivan Pace uh, ahead of Quincy Williams. We'll talk about our Jets linebackers a little later, Julian. Are you uh, worried about Jordan Hicks coming back? No, is he coming back this week? Actually, maybe. No, I hope he tweaks something. He's back. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I thought he was done for the season, so that'd be disappointing. That's something to keep an eye on. I'm glad we talked. But uh, <laughs> I got Bobby Swag going, too, who um, yeah, he's just kind of old, reliable, but emphasis on the old. Um but Walt's got a hell of a linebacker duo, too. I mean, Foy State's a tackle king. 
he gets double digit tackles in his sweep. Mm-hmm. Singleton was a great trade for him. He, he's also a tackle machine and he had a down week last week. So he's saving all those tackles for this week. Logan Wilson's fine. So I give Walt the edge there at linebacker. Um, it's just Boise. It's just tough to overcome DB. I might just roll with two. I've rolled with three all year. I definitely have Brisker and Julian love in. Cause I think I got to pull branch. He's been playing too much yeah. slot corner. He's, so getting schemed out. Yeah. that's unfortunate. CJ GJ might be coming back soon too. So I may just play Josh Allen anyway, or roll with the third linebacker. I don't know yet. I've got some decisions to make. Um, no matter who I started DB though, Walt's duo or trio is good. Uh, he's only got two. He's got two in um, It's a good duo. I like my guys better. Uh, he's got Bynum, who's a machine, and Jalen Petrie. But I give myself the edge there. So, um, yeah, I. These are the top one and two defenses in the league. So it really comes down to the offense. Even with Jamar going uh, being out, he's got CMC. That's scary, but. I think my guys pull through for me. I, even after a tough Thursday, uh, the, the wide receiver core is where I need to really gain ground, like I said. So yeah. I'm hoping my guys can get that done to give me a chance. But um, that's kind of what it's going to need to be because we're a little banged up right now. Yeah. So for um, Josh Allen, he's got the number 12 matchup for DN. So it's okay. above average. You know, average. Let's say average is 16. Call it average. Then so, I mean, yeah, he's got good matchups here. Petrie's got the sixth best matchup for a defensive back. Bynum right in the middle at 16 there. Brisker in the middle. Um, Branch is at 12. A pretty solid matchup. Julian Love has a terrible matchup for defensive backs. Um, but that's, you know, what are you talking about? Uh, Julian Love. Julian Love. Let's see. Yep. Okay. Doesn't do well for, for them. But they're, but now, you know, it's a the next, well, it's back to Tannehill probably. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe that info isn't quite as good, um, obviously, because Levis has been starting for six weeks or so now. But yeah, I mean, I think you guys are, with what you had from Cooper Cup, I think the matchup is a little more even than it was. Obviously, Aaron Donald only in five. That hurts. <clears throat> um, but Walt needs, like he's needed all year, he needs Lamar, CMC, and Max Crosby to fucking eat. And if they eat, he probably wins. And that's – he has rode this horse to get here. He got the two seed riding these guys. And, you know, he's 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 going to try to ride it to the ship here. So – I don't even with a terrible matchup. I don't envision McCaffrey having a bad game. Lamar, though, Lamar is one of those people who just never fucking seems like you know what you're gonna get. I mean, this is a perfect example. 37 against the Rams the other day, 19 versus the Jags, 15 versus the Chargers, one of the worst defensive teams in the league right now. Um, you just don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. So is he gonna get this? Look at this three-game stretch: Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, 13. 12, 14. Yeah, let's like do if that you answer. get that, Walt loses. <laughs> but if he gets that 37 that he got against the Rams or the 25 against the Bengals or the 39 he dropped on the Lions, like Walt probably wins. Yeah. And I think the reason I picked Kellen and the reason I picked Kellen to cover is because, well, first of all, I didn't know Cooper Cup was going to drop two touchdowns. But <laughs> I just don't trust Lamar. I just don't trust Lamar. And that's, at the end of the day, is what it comes down to. He's volatile. That's why he is what he is. That's why Brendan traded him. And, yeah, so... I, I play CMC in this matchup and the the next league I care most about. Um, so you got to do – you got to set a DFS lineup with CMC in it. I know. I'm going to be all over all the – Financially. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Financially. Yeah. I had a nice bet last night on Julian's two guys because if they're going to go off, I'm going to make money off this. All right. CMC is that meme where it's like, I fear no man, but that thing, it scares me. So, <laughs> uh, it, he's he's modern day with Danny and Tomlinson, and it sucks to play against him. So Julian picked Kellen. I Kellen, did you 
Did you say or Julian? Did you say over under that three eighty one? Oh, I did not. I, just, I think I think I have over. Okay, so you got over three eighty one. Yeah. So we all have Kellen, and we all have the over. Do you think he covers the five and a half, Julian? Explain to me in so. You mean terms? basically, will Kellen win by six or more points? Yes. Okay. You covering? That's too small of a margin, Mike. Uh, He's confident. You I'll hear be, this? No, confident? like I'll be sweating it out for Thursday stat corrections. He I, is so confident. I don't know if I can live through that. So no, I'm not. He said if it was sixty, <laughs> he'd take the over. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll take the cover. Why not? He's covering by sixty. Is there and Donald stat correction coming? Because he got a TFL too. Possibly. So that that could be cool. Bump yeah. that five up to what eight? Yeah. Were you looking on ESPN or something? Yeah. He had two tackles on TFL. What a game. What and a this game. is the, the shitty part about the NFL is that these are not official statistics. Yeah. So what MFL has versus what ESPN has versus there is no official stat for deep for tackles. So, I mean, if it says he got a TFL, then TFL and ESPN. Yeah, just show him with the TFL. Hell yeah. So there's an extra point or two, two point, no, one point, extra point. So okay. we'll see. Nice. Yep, it's over. He lost based on just that. Throwing the towel. That Lamar matchup, he has a, to go against San Francisco's defense, which I think is elite. Yeah. And then Baltimore's defense is good too. So then you have CMC on that side. It's like yeah. Yeah, that that, that game is, mark. is everything. Like, and it's the last is, game on Monday. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll be sweating it out yeah. all week. What's the uh the weather? Usually electric click weather. Oh but shit. Bound <laughs> soon. Oh but shit. <laughs> Where's it at? Click it because it's not you're not starting for me. Yeah. So, where's it at? Uh, San quick. Fran. It's in San Fran. Well, let's check the weather. Yeah, yeah Brendan. What are you doing? Oh. Monday. Oh no, we're good. Fifty-five clear. Just a little overcast. Doesn't look like much wind. Zero percent chance participate. Sounds like sounds like points. Uh oh. I know. Uh oh. <laughs> sounds like points. Break your leg, CMC. All right. On to the next matchup. We've got number four, Julian, versus number one, Jim. Corey Vegas has Jim favored by 16, and the over-under is 398.5. What you got here, Kellen? Uh, start at quarterback. So uh, Hertz is still kind of producing, not quite at the clip he was last year. But he's just not right. That offense isn't right. Um, he's still better than Pat this year, though. It's, yeah, but I just have a feeling that Mahomes is about to make it all worth it for fantasy owners. I hope you're right. I think he just explodes down the stretch here because – he hears the noise. Oh, the Chiefs don't have it anymore. They're they're broken on offense. I just refuse to believe that he and Andy Reid can't figure it out. So um, I'm I'm going to Holmes because I'm also rooting like hell against the Eagles. That'd be cool if they just died. That'd be real sweet. What do you got at quarterback, Julian? Maybe we should have done it like this. I'm just rusty. Position by position. Yeah, let's go position by position. What do you think about quarterback, Julian? For our for our matchup, yeah. Paul Patty Mahomes plays. The chart or the Raiders. Hurst plays the Giants. It's pretty. I don't know. It's equal to me right now because is it going to be the Raiders that came out last week or is it going to be the Raiders that gets their ass kicked by Mahomes every year? Right. Right. You know. And they I think they played four or five weeks ago. So. I, I like I like Hurts against the Giants, but like you said, that offense isn't. Been the same. He is right. was he like was ranked number two in points. Hertz was behind Allen for a while, but you know he's getting at least one tush push touchdown potentially mm-hmm. two. I mean that he definitely has a better floor than Pat. So over, that, over the last five, 
the matchup, um, the, the New York Giant matchup actually hasn't been good. It's actually third worst over the last five, but they've also played some shitty quarterbacks, so that might be a little skewed. Um, Pats yeah. is eighth. And like I said, he sucked when they played uh, Vegas a few weeks back. So I actually, I give you the edge. Do you, do and, you have the edge at quarterback? And Mad Max, he likes to get in Pat's head. So that's also true. And Pat, Pat's showing a little mental weakness there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So advantage you at quarterback? Did you have you, yeah. you thought it was Pat. Okay. All right. What about running back? What do you, what do you think about running backs, Julian? You think you got the advantage here? Um, no, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't help that Kamara played last night. And that actually yeah. was the, the most difficult matchup over the last five was what Kamara just played. So, I mean, the, the numbers actually kind of bear, bore out there. I know a lot of times they don't, um, but that and was Derek, a brutal matchup for him. And Derek Henry, he gave me two points against you last time. And I, I think every other week he goes two points, 20 points, two, two points, and 20 points. That's what I just heard. So I'm hoping he's due, but. Is there snow in Vermont? He doesn't have a great matchup this week. It, it's 10 over the last five. With Seahawks. Ugh. Yeah, they're yeah. giving up some points, but it just, yeah, it should be interesting. The rain against it's 28. Brees' fucking matchup is sick, though. They, He is going to absolutely eat. Are they playing Washington? Yeah. He, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about multiple 50-yard long touchdowns because he's yeah. fucking fast. Right. And yeah, I think, I think that's will come out and play like ass, and he'll <laughs> get negative two. So. Yeah, and they don't have Zach Wilson, so they're going to have an, whatever the Simeon, I believe, is their backup now. So, yeah, I would, I would just give the ball to fucking Brees the whole game if I was them, but mm-hmm. who knows. And then apparently for me, uh, JT supposedly – He's going to practice to practice yesterday, and he's going to wake up and see how he feels today, and that will determine whether or not he's fucking playing. Uh, that motherfucker better play. That's all I got to say. I didn't know that. Okay. I got him in my other league. Well, I he, thought he was, like, locked in. We'll probably know in the next hour or two if he's going to play. Uh, so he's going to start drinking. Oh, out of nervousness. What are you saying? What are you saying? Both of you are coming off injuries. So my whole fucking team injuries. JT has been out for – this is this would be his third week. Or he's been out for two. Or, no, three. Yeah. Pacheco has been out for two. Tyreek was out last week. So it's one of those weird, are they fresh and they're back and they're healthy and they're ready? Or are they going to be eased in? You know what I mean? Or are they rusty? So it's, it's yeah, like it's my podcast. I got Tyreek, I got JT, and I'm like, do I trust yep. these guys? I yep. don't know. So JT has an average matchup right in the middle of the pack. Pacheco has a shitty matchup, but he roasted the Vegas last time they played. And he's been great. I, I can't bench him. Um, Mixon, if I choose him, he's got a, an average matchup. But I just, I'm still scared of Pittsburgh. I'm also I also think without Jamar, I think the, the safeties come down. I think it's a very different looking matchup. And he was bad against Pittsburgh three weeks ago, four weeks ago. So I right now I'm not gonna play Mixon. We'll see. But yeah. Uh what do you got there at running back? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, Kamara sucked last night. That seven points is not great. He didn't goose. You're not completely no, dead there. I mean, that's what I keep telling myself as I was reeling last night. Like, <laughs> all right, Ky- Kyron. I played well. Scrapped his way to 19, yeah. But um, it's just – I was spiraling. So. Well, it's hard when your guy drops touchdowns. Like, oh, my God. If, if, so, if Cooper Cup never even got a, an attempt – or a red zone target, you're like, ah, oh, you only got a down game. But he fucking drops two touchdowns. 12 points. Fucking left out there. Yeah. So, 
it was tough. But I, yeah, you wanted more from Kamara. No, yeah, obviously, but you're not dead. I still give you the advantage at running back, Julian. Like we discussed with Brees, uh, the matchup is too good. King Henry, I don't think he's going to do that. That was historic last week, how bad that was. Yeah. Uh, I forget the stat, but it's like the first player ever to have 15 or more touches and not accumulate like 40 yards or something. I, it was something like that, but it was like laughable with how much of an anomaly it was. So, he's coming off 20, 28, and 18. I mean, yeah. he's going to be fine. There's got to be snow in Vermont. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, Julian, I think you still win this running back matchup. I think it's closer than I originally thought. Um, I think Pacheco and JT, I, especially JT, I'm hoping, I think they get close to four goals. So I, I think it's close, but the edge goes to Julian. Okay. What do you think? Do you think you have the edge at running back, Julian? After you guys talked, it sounds like it. <laughs> Made me feel a little better. Right. Just seems yeah. like one person will go off a week. Yes. All yes. three guys have not produced like they did last year. But, you know, like he said, you know, seven from Kamara is not a death sentence. Obviously, getting, you know, 0.2 from Taysom really sucks, but well, it's tight end. Like, if you're starting Taysom Hill or Fryermuth, you're not really expecting much more than six or seven anyway, right? Like, let's be real. So, yeah. It's really not that big of a hit. Uh, it's certainly not Cooper Cup dropping two touchdowns. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and the last time I played you, I think it was between Hill and Henry, they only got five points anyway. So right. I only lost by 10. But you didn't have Mahomes and Tyreek. I didn't have Hurts. And right. And Kittle, no one would be surprised if Kittle scored fucking two. So, I mean, he could certainly – even that tight end, uh, that tight end score there. But all right, so I, I moved 120 yards last time against the Bengals, so that's where I'm kicking my ass right now. Yeah, and then I'm I'm scared of Henry. I'm scared of Reese because of that matchup, like that offense is just shit. But he's he's just a big play away. It's like when you're playing against Kenneth Walker, like you're like I think I'll be okay. And the next thing you know, he's 60 yard touchdown, and you're like, fuck, is he gonna go for two bills and three scores today? Like, what's gonna happen? Take one play. Yes. And he's a he's a walking big play. Brees is Brees is scary. Derrick Henry's scary. Like I've always been scared of Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know what the fuck to think about JT. Like, if he plays, he's gonna get a full workload because Zach Moss isn't gonna be there. But is he and he's one of those players you can't sit on? No, he's active. You gotta lock no. him in. I've sat him a lot. I've sat him a lot this year. Um, his first three games back, I sat him. So I've actually only started him four times all season. So, which is a crazy thought, but yeah, I'm playing him. If he's playing, I'm playing him and I'm playing Pacheco. So we're going to roll with it. All right. What about wide receiver? Is this Julian? Is this the week that Diggs bounces back getting that chargers matchup or is he still going to suck against him and CMC? I have Diggs and Evans and guillotine and I'm dead now. So fuck them. Oh, I'm playing against Rico. Fuck you, Rico. Fuck you, Rico. Fuck you, Rico. I'm <laughs> running through it in there too. Beautiful. I think I think Kobe would also say, "Fuck you, Rico." Oh, 100. He would, no doubt about that. <laughs> He's gonna love this. Does Diggs bounce back? Receivers, yeah. Diggs. I don't know. What was that stat they said last week against the against Dallas? He was averaging like 100 yards for the first like whatever weeks, and then the last three weeks he's had like 49 yards or less. So. Yeah. So, screw Cooks, Kellen, and um, give the ball to Diggs. The guy needs to eat. I would, I would love to see exactly like the last two weeks, four targets or four catches, 24 yards, four catches, 48 yards. That would be beautiful. That'd be nice. It's not like you can't sit him. 
No, because, especially with that matchup, the Chargers have totally quit. But now it's that weird thing, right? Like you fire your head coach, and then the next week, all of a sudden your team miraculously starts fucking trying again. And it's just – so I wonder if the Chargers are going to just come out and fucking smack the Bills and nobody's going to see it coming just because – you know how that shit goes every year. Up down league. You know what? What's the – where's the – what's the – look it up. What's the Vegas? I'm about to go full Andy right now. <laughs> Almost upset of the week. <laughs> Here we go. Hang on. They're going to beat them. I'm calling it. I don't even care. Is it in L.A.? Yeah. I'm betting it. I bet it's at least six. Twelve and a half? I'm betting it. Money line. <laughs> Let's go. Putting a unit on it. Woo. Um, what about Evans? Do you think Evans eats first to Jags this week? Um, he's usually the middle of the pack. I hope he has a game like he did three weeks ago, but that was against the Panthers. Um, Evans is sick. He carried yeah. me this year. Yeah. He's he's scary too. You got a lot of fucking guys that are scary. You need more DJ Morris where you look at him, you're like, yeah, he's probably going to score thirteen. Probably for <laughs> 50 once this year, but that was a total fluke. But you need more guys like that instead of these guys who could drop 30 on me and nobody would even think another thing about it. <clears throat> um, What do you got at wide receiver? What, what about, I guess, what about mine, um, Julian? What do you got there? I'm scared of yours. I think you have a great receiving core. I guess if Tyreek is back. Yeah. If he doesn't play, I'm fucking screwed. And then what he, was, he could have played last week as precautionary. They wanted him ready for this week against Dallas, so I'm hoping that's right. Yeah, for, for my match, my other league. Yeah. Then you have a DK who's going against the Titans, but I don't know. He averages ten to thirteen, so I'm hoping it stays there or below. Um, and then you have those times when he has like two catches for ten yards and yes. lock again, all the points. So I say like DK is kind of like a digs right now. And then who does um DJ have? DJ plays Arizona. So it should be a good matchup. Yeah. Huh. I guess looking at the points, it's very similar. Um Tyreek's the only one that scares me out of between yours and mine. My players. He's the best one on on there. So Yours, I'm calling it. Okay. What do you think, Colin? Yeah, uh, long story short, I think Jimmy's got the edge here. Um, we covered Diggs and, and Mike Evans kind of in detail already. Diggs is very cold. Mike Evans is kind of like an ageless wonder. Uh, Tyreek, I I have confidence in him. I have more confidence in him than JT this week, just to play a workload. Yeah. Okay. Just based on what I've heard, I'm not like an inside source well, or anything. Yesterday, so I got NFL network, as you can see um, <laughs> all day. So I, I'm pretty tuned in. Um, DK is kind of the wild card here. Cause I, like you said, DJ Moore is like a consistent low teens mm-hmm. with, with upside though, but DK is kind of the wild card. Um, he could have an average week though. And I still think Jimmy wins this wide receiver matchup. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I have the advantage at wide receiver. And if, if Tyreek doesn't play, you know, I got, I got to, I'll probably put in Mixon over Devontae. So, but, and I don't love it. But hopefully he plays because he's, he is the ceiling for my team. Without him, you know, we'd, we're just a kind of a floor play. So, yep, I agree. Obviously, tight end, you know, with Taysom doing what he did, you know, it's, it's basically all upside for me um, if Kittle can do something. But in reality, he's going to get four targets. The question is, does he score? two touchdowns with those four targets or does he have two catches for 35 yards? Like he's going to be one or the other. <laughs> what about uh, D line? Kellen, what do you got at D line? What about tight ends? 
We just talked about tight end. Oh, you want to talk? Oh, go ahead. Well, <laughs> we already know that it's Taysom pretty easy because so. yeah, Taysom uh, Kittle's going to outscore Taysom, so advantage to me. <laughs> Maybe D D line. So Christian Wilkins and DJ Wanham for uh, for Julian. Wilkins is kind of like a yo-yo. He alternates good weeks and bad weeks, and the good news for Julian is he's due for a good week now. So um, we'll just count on something around like 15, 16 points, and that'll be a solid week. Wanham's a beast too. Uh, we'll see what he can do against our Detroit Lions offense, though. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping for a down week for one of them. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for Jimmy, Daniil Hunter, Khalil Mack. Um, and yeah, so Julian's got two Vikings guys here. Um, that's, that's interesting. Um, so, hopefully, the Lions shut Hunter down, too. Um, Khalil is going to ball out. I know you like Khalil Mack. You still got him in there? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Khalil's been eating, dude. He's been great all year. And uh, I was told he was not even worth a third. So, oh, yeah. By by multiple people. So, um, but I, I think this is the bigger group, Daniil and Khalil Mack. Um, I think Mack kind of makes the difference here. Uh, so, yeah, going Jimmy. Okay. What do you got, uh, Julian? Yeah, with Christian Wilkins, he had like nine and a half points in like the first quarter last week. And then he didn't score the rest of the time. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely up and down. Big game against Dallas with hopefully Tony Pollard running the ball. Wilkins is there to shut him down. Um, I don't know. DJ was a pickup a few weeks ago, uh, probably middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And I started him, and then it seemed like he just kept averaging 20 points. So I started him, gave me 20 points last week. I think the last week was like the first time I started him in a while. So, um, yeah, I don't really trust my D-line. I have, like, six of them, and I can't ever get the right ones in there in my lineup. Yeah. Um, so, I do like Khalil. I think Khalil's up for a big big matchup. Um, that big boy can take Allen down. So, yeah, I like mm-hmm. Khalil over mm-hmm. my guy. Wanham's been hot. He's had at least 13, five games in a row. Um, Christian Wilkins. I, I had him last year. I, you just never fucking know with him, like, what he's going to do, where he's going to be. And his, his game log looks exactly like it. Seven, 16, six, yeah. 16, nine and a half. Like, matchup-wise, let me look. I'm, I wrote all this down. Let me see. Christian Wilkins, matchup-wise, has an elite matchup. Um, so, in theory, this will be one of his up weeks. But, yeah, I don't really know. I'm kind of, like, waiting for – the floor to fall out on Khalil Mack. Um, I know he's been great all year, but he's definitely producing outside of his historical norms by a long shot. Um, And he's got a terrible matchup this week. So I kind of expect him to be closer to that six, seven, eight than anything. So I think that he'll wash out with Wanham. And then I just need, you know, um, Daniel Hunter to cancel out Christian Wilkins and hopefully we can call that good. Uh, What about linebacker? What do you guys think about the linebackers? Go ahead, Kellen. Julian, what's up with our Jets linebackers? Because Mosley's doing the same thing Quincy Williams is doing. They Mosley were awesome all year, me. and now the last month they suck ass. I sat Quincy last week for the first time, but I don't know. They pissed me off. What's what's up with the Jets, D? I don't know. He, yeah, because he gave me, I don't know, 12 to 18 points, and then from yeah. week 13 on, it's been below 10. Yeah. Like 11. This isn't a good well, matchup for linebackers either for them this week. I, I gave Quincy a seat last week. I don't know if he's going to make it back into my starting lineup till he proves he can do it again. Yeah, it's just it's just weird because like 
I watched the Jets games. I watched maybe four games this year. It just seems like CJ is – I don't know how he gets as many points in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Lou Vu, whatever, how you say his name, he's up and down as well. Yeah. Uh, he can give me a 20-point game. He can give me a two-point game. And he doesn't have a good matchup this week, linebacker-wise. Um, they're a little stingy to the old linebacker points. Yeah, that that one I'm debating on switching out with someone else. Like every week, I I debate switching Luvu out. And last week he um I had to start him. Yeah, well he played he played good last week. He gave me twelve and a half. So yep, yep you can live with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous at my linebacker positions just because I don't uh, I don't know what to do with my my fifth starter right now. I have EJ Speed in there. I was originally Von Bell because his matchup is absolutely elite, and I may go back to that. Um, but I, I like what EJ Speed has been doing when he's healthy the last few weeks. Um, and then Fred Warner, this is his time to fucking shine. He's got an elite matchup. He cost me a lot of fucking picks. He's been dog shit since I traded for him, so hopefully he balls out. But Aziz, who I've been riding all year, Aziz Alshair, thanks, Ryan. Um, he's got a terrible matchup. So hopefully he can uh, kind of shine through. Seattle's been talking about, oh, we're going to get back to run the ball, blah, blah, blah. So hopefully they actually run right at him all week. But um, I think I have the advantage just because Fred is supposedly the best linebacker in this matchup, and he has an elite matchup. So I'm going to give myself the advantage there at linebacker, but we'll see. I have you at linebacker too just because of the consistency. Yeah. Julian's yeah. guys are up and down like we talked about. And, I, man, I, I got to see it for Mosley and Quincy before I start trusting them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a big projection, 14. Yeah, and he's been. He hasn't had that in a while. Um, I have him in waffle, and he's fucking killed me wow. down the stretch. So it was great all yeah. season. Thanksgiving ish. I traded for him. It's my fault, actually, probably because I traded for him. How does that? One hundred percent. I should still in. No, you're not. No, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what about DB, Julian? What do you got there? Um, I, I have the best DB in the in HSF HFFL right now with. With um Winfield, yep. he's been giving me 20-plus points a, a week. Um, Blankenship, if he stays healthy, he's good. Um, Seems like every other week he's hurt or he leaves the game. Um, I like my two safeties. If Ford ends up playing, I might switch him out with Luvu or Mosley, one of the two. Um, I don't know. I, and then you have James, and I haven't really looked at your safeties, <laughs> honestly. You have the other, you have yeah. the other Philly safety. Yeah, yeah, that'll uh, be interesting to see which one of those two plays better. Um, I know Bayard's been balling. Looking at Blankenship, this is the first time I've really looked at him. He's been fucking crazy. I might start my rookie on the the, the Eagle safety too, Sidney Brown. Oh, okay. He's been balling out lately. Oh, so Bayard actually in the last three Eagle safeties. I never even. I guess I haven't paid that much attention. Bayard eight, nine, ten, Ooh. nine. So he's kind of down. Sidney Brown, man, he's taking over. Yeah, he had been fucking killing. It's not snap, so I'll have to look. Maybe he's playing in the box less. I don't know. So, and yeah, food for thought there. I have to look into that a little more. <clears throat> yeah, Fatty Patty running the defense there of Philly. So, <laughs> oh Jesus, it's amazing for those Philly safeties. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. uh Kellen, who you got winning? Oh, you can... uh, so DB, I, I love Duran for you, Jimmy. I I don't like no, nothing else excites me in your DB room uh, this okay. week. 
and Winfield's just a boss. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going Julian. But overall, I got Julian covering with Jimmy winning in a close one. So um, I, I think it's a really close matchup. Like I said, um, I really only have Julian in the positional matchups, winning running back and DB. And Jimmy, you're capable of winning both of those anyway, um, at those positional matchups. But Jimmy's squad is just too strong. I, I think it's going to prove that it's the number one team in the league, and it has been all season. So I think the number one team in the regular season is on to the finals. He's a tough out for anybody. So whoever, whether it's me or Walt next week that you see in the championship, we got to work it out for us. What do you think, Julian? Um, let me get back to my notes. I, I hate to say or put my team against um, losing, you know, but my team, I'm just shocked I've gotten this far, to be honest. Starting off the year 0 and 3, 0 and 4. And right. What a run. Being such an up and down team all year. So, what what does the negative 16 mean again? You have to beat me by 16 or more? Yeah, do I, yep. Do I win by 16 or more? Um, let's say no with that. Under with the 398, because my team is dog shit. Getting a. <laughs> um, and your team winning. Man, no faith in yourself. Come on, man. Let's put, let's put that bad juju against you like you did to me oh, last Nice. It's like uh, when ESPN, when they make their picks and they all pick the same team. Yeah. So you instantly go on DraftKings and fade them. It's actually funny yeah, that you say like that. So when I was looking at this stuff, um, I was looking at our lineup efficiencies. Julian and I are about the same. Um, I'm at 88 and a half. He's 85. But over the last five weeks, so if Julian and I had played five weeks in a row, I would have won all five. I would have covered the negative 16 in all five. So it's a total setup for failure. <laughs> <laughs> your like, oh no. Yeah, totally fucking set up for failure here. Um, I did pick myself. I picked money line. I did not I had no interest in that minus 16. Um, the over in our matchup is only hit in two of the last five. Um, so my average with my starting lineup over the last five is 219 without Tyreek, 225 if he's in. Yours is 192. So the numbers show that I should win, but I've been fucking the numbers show guy forever and they never fucking work the way they're supposed to. Um, so I'm just going to hope and pray that I get to the championship. I'm very good at losing in it. Typically, historically, I'm good at, you know, winning in that uh, semifinal round. So we'll see. But, yeah, I, I picked myself, obviously. Got to have some good juju. I'm surprised you didn't pick yourself, Julian. Got to have that good juju, man. I'm hoping to do the opposite effect. Yeah, I get it. You know? I get it. I get Julian it. lost the locker room. Oh, the, the, the opposite of Corey of talking too much shit. I'm gonna talk to Shiv. <laughs> then how do you team up? Love it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's all I got. Uh, thank you guys for being on. Rich is probably gonna take back over, I would assume, next week. I know he's just his availability just didn't match up with your guys's. So pumped, man. I'm excited. I'm fucking nervous as shit. I hate that feeling in the uh, playoffs. I don't know if you guys get that, or maybe I just care too much about this fucking league. Waiting all day for <laughs> Thursday night football. Oh my god, you guys suck. And it. you're just rooting so fucking hard against your other guy. Like, yeah, it's it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys later. Good luck this week, yeah. except for Julian. Not it's good luck to you. <laughs> good luck, Julian. Go Walt. Fuck you, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Yeah, we'll see ya.